Yes, hello, um, podcast. Yeah, it was a, a it was a, cre- a a credible performance um, in uh, on Tuesday nights at Luton Town uh, as the Jules went went down three goals to two at Premier League side at the Premier League side. Um, yeah, obviously goals from Jaden Clark and Tom Nichols weren't quite enough to get Neil Harris's men through to the uh, third round of the Carabao Cup. And obviously the Jules, um, yeah, went went out of went out of the Carabao Cup at the at the at the second round stage. Um, obviously, Jules did find themselves two uh, 0 down um, at, at half time, um, but they fought they fought back, um, and and obviously um, a, a, a really well well worked goal from Jaden Clark, um, uh, and then obviously. Uh, Luton then went down and made it made it three one, but but the header for Tom Nichols uh, made it three two and, and made it a grandstand finish. But Neil Harris's men couldn't quite get the job done um, and and went out at the second round stage. Um, did anyone have a bet on on Tom Nichols to score a header? Hopefully they did. Um, and then obviously yeah, tonight um, we're also going to look at um, the travels to Grimsby on the, on Saturday afternoon as uh, as obviously the, the important stuff comes back around. Um yeah. Um I'm with uh, I'm with Matt Olsen this evening. Matt, good evening mate. How are you? Uh, yeah, I I've, I've had an eventful day which we we spoke about earlier, yeah. uh, but we're not we're not going to mention uh, about on here. Um, uh, first off, I, I, I'm going to have to I want to apologise to everyone. Apologies, there was no breakfast show this week. Um, basically, cut long story short, lots of issues going on at home. All good now, though. Uh, <laughs> there won't be one this week, though, because unfortunately I am away in York, but we'll be back to, the week after back to normal. So uh, just wanted to get that out there. All right. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. Good. Good, good. Okay, Matt. Um, yeah, obviously the game on on Tuesday night, uh, Luton Town. Give us your thoughts on what I guess the performance as a whole, really. If if that team, you know, or, you know, or if we play that way against any League Two team, they need to be scared. That simple. We, we, in that second half, I thought the first half we were, you know, yes, we were outplayed. I think I think that they deserve to go two 0 up, a uh, uh, beating and all up at half time. But that second half performance, that where that came from, I, I don't know. And I think Luton Town know that they they had a game and that they had a game against a League Two team that I feel we play like that. So the rest of the season, we're definitely going to be right up there. Yeah, um, yeah. It was it was interesting, wasn't it? It was that it, it seemed like certainly the second half that. The handbrake was lifted off by Neil Harris and his management staff, and and suddenly he said to his players, "Just go at them, and whatever happens, happens." <laughs> I don't know. For me, it was kind of like they they woke up. I think they sort of they started the game thinking, "Oh my God, we're playing against a team that are in the Premier League," and by the second half, they went, "Oh, hang on, no, we're playing Luton Town." You know, then I don't, I don't mean to be be just. Uh, disrespectful towards Luton Town here, but th- that's kind of almost like how it felt. Like you know, we, we like we were playing a team like Man City. No, we're not. We, we're playing a team that are 
pretty much the same level as what Southampton was. You know, we could easily give them a game. And I think in that first half, we were a bit, say, tentative. And we say we definitely let them come on to us. I think maybe the the sort of the occasion of it, you know, maybe being Luton's first game back in their sort of new redeveloped stand. It's not really a stadium, is it? <laughs> um, but... You know that say that second half performance. I think you know they 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 woke up and realised. No, come on, guys, we are in this. And that I mean that Jaden Clark goal was was outstanding. Yeah, you, you yeah you obviously make a good point about Jaden Clark. Um, yeah, give us your thoughts on Jaden at the moment. Starter for Saturday, I think. Uh, I think. Uh, general consensus from from you know from what I saw and from what I'm I'm reading from everyone is you know everyone else thinks the same. Let's just hope Neil thinks the same. He, he's out, his performance was outstanding. He wasn't afraid to take on any defenders. L- look at the goal. I mean, he he, he gave the uh, the the defender the eyes and the defender dove, dove in and I think needs a ticket to get back into the stadium after that because uh, he was long gone and. You know, even when you're in that position, you know, sort of eight yards away from, you know, at a tight angle, you've still got to finish. And look, come on, Tim Crawl's no mug. He's, you know, he's played in some big games in in his time and you've got to put it past him still. And it, and it was a cool finish by him. And I think it was a well-deserved goal in first goal of the season, sort of proper goal in, in, in Jules' uh, colours. And let, let's hope for a lot more from him because I, I, I really do like him. And from what I saw, yeah, I, I think I wanted to start on Saturday. Yeah, he's an interesting one, isn't he? Because um, he he obviously come through come through the non league route. Um, he come from Dulwich Hamlet. Hess picked him up from when he played against um, Dulwich while Hess was Dover manager. Um, and 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 Jaden has obviously taken a little while to, to to get going, but certainly the Southampton game and then Tuesday night, he just seems like he's one of those players that plays with a no fear factor. Yeah, that that's a spot on. It's kind of what it was like. Um, you know, say so he had no no problem getting the ball and wanting to take on and run at defenders, and that's what we want as Jules fans, especially you know at, at Priestfield. We want to see our, our our wingers, you know, take on a defender and get by them, whip across in, you know, score the odd spectacular goal from you know fifty five yards out or whatever it is, you know, but but we are seeing, I think, the birth of a real real talent here and. Honestly, I'm, I'm hoping Neil does give him a chance to start because, say, from what I've seen in, in the last couple of games, at, 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 like you said, against Southampton and at Luton, honestly, he, he does look like a real talent and I, I think he deserves a start on Saturday. Yeah. Um, yeah, Neil, Neil was... Uh, Neil obviously um, said about... said said after the game, he said, I thought after 75, 80 minutes, we adjusted to the shape just to get on the front foot again with three or four a little higher just to ask the questions. The lads adapted well to the shape, but it took 15, 20 minutes with the back five before we got settled. And I'm really, really proud of the group. Um, It was fantastic second second half effort and we put a Premier League side under real pressure as well. Um, Yeah, Owen, good evening, mate. How are you? Very good, mate. How are you? Very good. Very, very good. Um, good to hear you well. Yeah, we're just obviously talking about the Luton game on Tuesday night. Um, yeah, just give you your assessment of it. I know we didn't go, but yeah, 
your thoughts on it as a whole, I guess. Yeah, I think we got we got out of it what we what we needed to. I think it's not a game we needed to win, not a game that was ever going to be a priority. I'm sure if you asked every Jules fan, would you rather put, uh, put out another cup upset against the Premier League side or win on the weekend? Everyone would choose to win at Grimsby. But um, yeah, I think, I think we did well. Um, you know, you got to look at the goals Luton scored. I think the the second one, especially the Alfie Doherty free kick. I mean, there's, there's nothing you can do about that. I mean. I know Luton aren't going to be putting up many trees in the Premier League, but that goal is something that you would describe as Premier League quality. Um, finish from Corley Woodrow was great as well. A bit of a pullback header from from Shad, but we won't have that against him. And yeah, the first one is is another tidy finish, but maybe we could have done better with it. But you know, look, it's not a game that takes any sort of priority. Obviously, it would have been nice to get another upset, but at the end of the day, it's not it's not overly important. We still have the FA Cup. If that materialises anything, something similar, which would be nice. But you know, the priority is. All about um, league this year, and obviously trying to get trying to get promoted. But I think from what we saw at the game, uh, I joined just as you mentioned, Jaden Clark. I think he's done himself all the favors in the world to get in the team on Saturday. I thought he, his goal looked very, very nice. You know, he sent the defender for an hot dog, and uh, it was a great finish as well. And I think it's good that he's been able to impress really highly in both of these games so far. So that'll do his confidence a world of good, and I think it'll do the team's confidence good just to. Go to a Premier League side, albeit only Luton, if you like, but you know, put, push them right into the end and give them a give them a good run for their money. And I think that's the sort of performance we would have needed after, obviously, what was a you know a shambolic performance second half, especially on a on Saturday. And we can, we can take confidence from even in a defeat and go into Grimsby with a much better frame of mind than we would have done if we had gone straight into it, perhaps from uh, from Saturday. Yeah, I mean, you make a good point. That obviously, Grimsby definitely wasn't. Um... A priority considering we've got Grimsby coming up on on Saturday, but I guess what we can take out of it is is individual performances on the night, and um, and one individual performance come out with a glowing reference was obviously Jaden Clark. Uh, Matt has spoken about what he thinks of Jaden Clark. Yeah, let's let's get your opinion opinion on Jaden. He's a very exciting talent. I know there was obviously a lot of talk at the back end of the season when he played a couple of games, whether he was going to be one of those um, who would come into the first team um, this season or whether he'd be out on loan. He played a significant part, obviously, in uh, in pre-season. I remember the game against Como, both me and you were saying to each other and we were all sort of going over his performance in that first half in Italy. And I think he's done well to, to get himself in amongst the first team now. I think he certainly deserves to be a part of that group. He's one of the very few players we have who can play as a natural winger, if you like, if we need to be. And I think he's someone that's very much knocking at the door now. Um it's a shame we've not seen more of him in, in the league. I know we've we've brought him on a few times, but I think he's deserved to be more involved than he has been. I think, you know, when we brought him on against Colchester when the game was already gone, it wasn't really an opportunity that he could really take because, you know, the game was the game was lost. And you know, it's one of them where if we're gonna be playing more attacking attacking fluid football, which I hope we will be, because I think this style that we've played so far, although it's gotten us good results, I don't think you can really rely on that forever. And I think we do have the players now to be more attacking and be on the front foot in games, which I'd like to see us do more of rather than, you know, do that, get the one goal and then just sort of not revert to type, but be less brave and less ambitious than we can be because we have the quality to do it. And I think that's something that if we adopt into our style of play and we use the players we have who can allow us to play that more fluid game, uh, attacking game, we might might concede more goals than we have been at the start of the season. But I think we'll definitely win a lot more games that way as well and I think it's something that Jaden can very much be a part of um, I know we'll get on to Grinsby in depth later on and start 11s but it'd definitely be in mind I think with 
him and Conor Mahoney, who impressed, albeit in a very disappointing team performance on Saturday. I think we have two good, capable wide, wide options who can give us a new type of uh, dimension and threat in this team now. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, it was it, it was an interesting... I, I guess, I guess yeah, Matt, the, the, another good thing that came out of, obviously, Tuesday was, was the fact that, I, I guess, Luton Town fans, the way they were speaking about us as a team, um, there was also glowing reference, glowing references from from them as well, and 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 uh, and yeah, they they basically said that we were, yeah, we were a more than good enough side, and even some said that we actually deserved to get something out of it in on the evening. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I mean, I obviously I've read a lot, obviously of the sort of you know articles and what over the, about the game and. Even the pundits on sort of Sky Sports were saying, you know, how how well we played. The ones that uh, I forget who it was that actually watched the entire game, but he said, he, he said, you know, how well we played, and we we did definitely, I think, deserve something out of it. And had it not been for a what a deflection, or, or it might have even been a, a tip around the post by Tim Crawl, Johnny Williams could have put us, uh, you know, up. Uh, I, I I did see, obviously, not I think right near the end. Um, also, I did hear sorry that uh, Glenn Morris did, sort of mentioned or, or looked over at Neil Harris because he wanted to go up for one of the last corners we had, and you know, I, I look. I think if we had got something out of the game based on that second half performance, I think yeah, Luton fans were right. You know, we we played that well in the second half. You know, we we did sort of almost deserve something out of the game. Look, at the end of the day, though, we were never going to win that competition. You know, we were never going to get to the final. Um, we, we we had a good go at it, but the league is our priority. The league is our focus. You know, well done to the guys. You played really well. You know, pat yourselves on the back. But Grimsby might not be as attractive as playing at a Premier League team, but that's the one that's more important. And that's the one that I want to do well and win at next. Yeah, let's move on to Saturday then. Um, it is Grimsby Town that, that the Jills travel to. Um, Grimsby uh, come into the game um, not in the best run of form um, currently, which I guess from from the point of view of uh, of the Colchester Colchester game on Saturday, that is definitely not something you can look into. Um, yeah, they 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 uh, yeah they started they started the season um, with uh, let's just. Let's just look at it quickly. Yeah, nil 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 at home, at home to Wimbledon. Um, a two nil defeat in the in the EFL Cup to to fellow League Two side Mansfield. Um, then they got beat by Notts County three two. Their first win of the season to come up, come against ten men Salford. Uh, they then drew against Mansfield in the league, drew against Walsall, um, and lost against Man City under twenty ones. Uh, the just the other night uh, actually. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess I come to you first. Uh, I think it's probably important that Jules do get back to winning ways on Saturday. Yeah, obviously that's that's the ambition. Uh, as you mentioned, there, Grimsby's form not the very the most exciting start to the season, but you know, there's two ways to look at it. Really, you can say that they've um, I think they've drawn three of the games and uh, won one and lost the other. So you can look at it as you know they're not a team who are able to get the get the winning goal they need in some aspects, you know, get the turn those points into three, but then at the same time they don't seem to be a side who are losing a lot of games either. And seemingly they have a you know, a way of keeping the ball out of the net but struggling to put it into the other and that's the result of having a lot of um lot of draws so far this season. So it's 
you know, it's one of those tricky games. I think Grimsby were someone I put in seventh actually at the start of the season. I thought their business was quite astute. Um, it's not worked out so far, but obviously it's really early doors, so there's time for that. But yeah, I think it would be a, a tough game. I think it would be one of those where, you know, perhaps the onus is more on us to, to respond from a first defeat of the season, first goals conceded of the season and get back to the way we were playing initially at the start of the season and get results back to where we think they should be. I think we are definitely capable of it. I think it will be a, a game that's not really going to be for the neutral. I don't think there's anything to really signify it's going to be particularly high scoring or anything like that. I think it'll be dogged. I think it'll be rough. I think it'll be you know not very pretty on the eye, so to speak. But I think it's a, it's a good opportunity for us to, to go and get three points. And obviously, with our away form this year, stark contrast to last year, we don't go anywhere now with any trepidation or any fear because we know we've, we're capable of going to teams and, and picking up all three points. So I expect us to go there with the ambition of doing that. Obviously, there's you know question marks over the team that Neil Harris is going to pick up. We'll get on to that in a minute, I'm sure. But I'm hoping to see a bit more of a attacking dimension, more of a forefront Gillingham side that are going there to put the onus on Grinsby and to get the three points rather than one who's going to turn up and try and find you know, one moment through 90 minutes and hope it's enough because I would like to see us be a bit more dynamic in our, in our style of play. But we'll, we'll see when the, when the team sheet comes out, of course. Yeah, Matt. Um, it, it, yeah, obviously, Saturday's, Saturday's an interesting one. Like Owen says, I think it's important for Jill to, to start on the front foot Saturday, isn't it? And, and really take the game to Grimsby. Yeah, I think it is. Uh, and I said, I think we need to continue on from that second half performance, uh, you know, how we finished against Luton. Um, look, we, we, it, we've proved we've got no problem scoring goals. Um, you know, we, we've scored, you know, five goals in the in the pizza trophy or whatever it is called, you know. Uh, so we can score goals. Why, why are we only scoring one goal in the league? Let, let's get a Grimsby. Let's try and get an early goal. I said it on a previous podcast. I believe we're at one point this season we're really going to hammer a team. I don't think we're far away from doing it. Look, could be Grimsby. They're 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 not in the best of forms. They've I think yeah one one drawn three lost one, um, six goals conceded, uh, six goals scored. So they they're obviously not they're not going to be a massive threat to the top of the league. I don't think this season. So. I think they're going to be a mid-table team. So let's go at them. Let's really put them under pressure and let's score some goals. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, Matt, Matt makes a good point, isn't it? Is that obviously the handbrake has been released in the cup in terms of our, our, our attacking fluidity. Um, do you think we've we've now got to show it in the league? Is that Harris Harris allows that handbrake to come off slightly and, and we go at teams a little bit more. Well, yeah, that's the thing. And as enjoyable as it was to see us put three past Southampton two again on um, on Tuesday night, it is really frustrating seeing that we do it when there's no pressure on us, per se, and we sort of come into our show a little bit in league games once we've got the opening goal and don't tend to try and force the issue as much as we could to put games away um, early doors when we probably have the opportunity to do so. And I think in those scenarios, when you've shown that you can do it against, you know, better opposition than the ones we're going to face in League 2, it does make you question why we don't play more in that vein in league games. Because if you can take the initiative like we've shown we can in other games, you can certainly do it in League 2. And, you know, you make life a lot easier for yourself in some circumstances. I'm not saying we're going to, 
you know, go into every game and because because we've scored five against a former Premier League and a Premier League team, we're going to go and score four and fives every week because we're playing teams of a lower level. But we have the players and we have the capacity to, to do that and to play in that sort of way. So it is quite frustrating. Obviously, I wasn't complaining, you know, for the first four games of the season because you take and you win, you can. And that will stay the same even if we win every game from now to in season 1-0, then fine. But I think there is just a bit of frustration for me in that, We've shown we are capable of playing with a more attacking dimension and mindset. We've just not shown it as much as we should. And, you know, when you don't tend to let the handbrake off very much and you seem to want to just be comfortable with the one goal, you know, Corley was probably the best example. We played terribly for the vast majority of the game, got a lucky goal, but didn't try and really capitalise on that too much. We allowed Corley to have the initiative and we sort of sat back, sewed it up and waited for a potential moment. It didn't really come. I know Ashton hasn't hit the bar, but that's from a set piece rather than a counter per se. And I just, I think if we just go at teams, get the opening goal and then force it on them because the team's, you know, most vulnerable when they've just scored. So from our mindset, we're going to be expecting the Alamo. But if you pick a team back off taking a lead, you can maybe nick another one and make life much easier for yourself. So I'm hoping we do see a more attacking variation of this Gillingham side from, you know, this point on because, you're not going to win every game one nil forever, you know. It's, it's you know, there's a reason that was a record we broke for doing it four times in a row because it doesn't really happen. And you know, I'll take getting promoted whatever way we can, obviously. But you know, I think we do just have the players who are capable of doing it in in a more stylistic way with more goals. I think we'll benefit the likes of Johnny Williams by playing natural wide players. So he doesn't have to be shafted out there, and he can play to the best of his abilities in his most comfortable position. Because I don't think we've seen really anything from Johnny so far, and I think that's part of the detriment that the system's had so far on certain players and I think yeah we just need to play to our strengths use the players we've got for the capabilities because there's no point signing a winger and then using another one as a winger if we're not really intent on playing in that sort of vein and you know they won't, we won't get the best out of them so it needs to be a good balance between you know because there's going to be some games where you know tough away games for example where we're going to go and try and get a 1-0 if we can and that's understandable considering the quality they might have but games like this against you know, due respect, mid-table sides and teams at home where we should be having an initiative. You've got to make use of the players you have and you know, do the best you can with them and play to their strengths, which I don't think we've unfortunately done as much this season, although we've got the points. OK, I mean, while, while you're carrying on speaking, mate, um, what what team, what team and... Uh, OK, what team would you go with? And if you're going to change the system, please also... State that as well. Um, I'm actually, it's, isn't it? It's going to sound like it's a detriment to what I'm saying about attacking football, but it really isn't. Um, I'm going for a 5 2 3 1. And um, the reason for that is I think, you know, we'll keep Turner in goal. I think Alexander can stay at wing back. I think he's better there as an actual right back per se. Uh, Scott Malone will continue at left wing back or go into left wing back. And I think. OG, Aimer and Masterson, I think when you've got three defenders that are that good, I think you, if you have the opportunity to play them more, I think you have to. And I think Connor deserves to be in the team. I think he's obviously had to be patient to get in. He got his opportunity Tuesday and I think he, he should stay in now. Um, then in front of that, you can really have, you know, pick up any two really, can't you? It's either, oh no, you can't because even Coleman's suspended. Um, so probably Tim Dieng and Sean Williams. And then either side, I'd go with Jaden Clark and um, Connor Mahoney. And then I'd actually play Nichols in the 10, just behind Ashley Addison for this one, because we've seen Nichols' assists for the goal um, against Accrington, where he played in Ashley Addison. I think from a deeper position, just behind the striker, it's probably Nico's best position in an actual forward, I think. 
I think he's, you have that great spark of him in the 10. I think, obviously, when the chances arise, he can finish as well. I think that would mean, obviously, leaving Johnny Williams on the bench, which, as I said earlier, we've not had the best of him so far. So I don't think that's really going to be too much of an issue. But I think that, that formation and that team will give us defensive solidity and also quite a lot of dynamism going forward. OK. Uh, Matt, what would you what would you go with as your team? And, and if so... Uh... And if and if you would, would you change the system? Well, first off, Owen, get out my head. <laughs> yeah. um, I literally would have pretty gone with the same uh, lineup as as Owen. I actually think we go to five at the back. Um, I think uh, Masterson, uh, OG, and uh, Amar. Yeah, as a three central uh, uh, playing in, in the middle. Sorry, uh, and then yeah, I would have gone with Dieng Williams. Um, I, th- I think Sean, uh, so Johnny Williams, yeah, I, I think he did really well coming off the bench the other night. Um, but for me, I think, uh, as Owen said, I think I'd play Nichols in the sort of that 10 role, uh, keep Nadison up top. Um, I just think those two work so well together. There is sort of a, a sixth sense they have with each other. And like you said, that ball that he played through, um, obviously, Nadison was un- unfortunate to not score the other night, and I, I just think there is something there working with them. So, Matt, yeah, sorry, sorry to just interrupt, but I think you've just done the same thing as I've, I've done. We, I think I've named twelve players. <laughs> I think I've got. I've, Did you I name think I've got twelve players on my team. I've got Turner, hey, Alexander, Fife, Ogie, uh, Connor, Malone, Dieng, Williams. Yeah, I've got twelve. Okay, I'll sacrifice Williams hey, and keep Dieng as a sole CDM. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've just counted out. I I don't have twelve fingers, but I have just counted that on my hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think you might. Well, no. Okay. Uh, to be honest, I. Yeah. I think away from home, I. I think I'd go with Dieng instead of uh, Williams as well. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Uh, I. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Throw, throw back question to you then. So, what's your eleven? Mine. Yeah, my, yeah. What, would, what would your 11? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I would go with Turner, uh, Turner McKenzie, McKenzie right wing back as such, Masterson, Aymer, uh, Ogie as centre-halves, Malone left wing back. I would then go with... Um, I would. I would then go with actually... Uh, Sean Williams, um, Sean Williams, Johnny Williams, and Jaden Clark as the midfield three. Um, and then go with uh, Nichols and Nichols and Nadison as the front two. I think, I think the only reason I say that is that giving that license to Johnny in the cent- center of the park. I think we'll we'll bring the best out of him, and I think if we saw Jaden Clark in that number 10, 10 position where he can free roam just off the forwards of Nichols and Nadison, um, I think that would also that would also um, that also might be beneficial. I just think I just think at the moment Tim Dieng, I'm, I'm not I'm not I'm not sure. I think if we, if if we if personally if we if we are releasing the handbrake, we've got to release the handbrake. Um, and 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 Tim Dieng and and Sean Williams are are very much like for like where they are just there to simply break play up and move the ball on, um, and I don't think the two of them 
fit well in 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 the same team if you're pushing to go and win it as such. If you're there to deliberately play for a point or frustrate a team, by all means, have them have them there as the, as the two holding players when Ethan Coleman's not available. But I think for me, Saturday we're we're going to go want to win the game. Um, and, and and so for me, I think if we if we looked at a midfield of of Sean Williams just just at there as protect and and then allow Johnny Williams and Jaden Clark to join the attack with Nichols and Addison, that might be well dangerous. I don't know what you boys think of that. I mean, yeah, it, it would be quite a nice attacking lineup to go with. I just, for me, I, I'd like to see Johnny Williams come on and do some damage. I, I just think uh, Nichols sort of in the formation, um, sort of a, a five sort of. Uh, uh, five, one, three, uh, one sort of formation for me. I'd, I'd like to have Nichols in that ten position, just playing off of uh, of Madison because I just think that the, the way they work together is is great. But in the second half, you knowing that I could bring on Johnny Williams and and put him in that position, you know, I, I that that what a great you know thing to be to be able to bring off the bench, you know, and a former international and Johnny Williams, what a great player to bring off the bench. That that for me is how I would go. But obviously, until Neil uh, announces the team on Saturday, we, we won't know. Yeah, very true. Okay, um, just be, just before uh, we we obviously get your predictions for for for. For Saturday, Owen, it is transfer deadline day tomorrow. It seems like um, it, it, Neil Neil did say today, no incomings, no outgoings at all. Um, this is the squad now until at least January. Um, yeah, I guess my first question, Owen, did you expect much? My second question, give me your overview of of the whole window as a whole. I guess. Uh, no, I didn't expect anything. It's um, a bit of a weird one because, you know, when it's transfer deadline day, you get that excitement and uh, you want to be in that position where you're, you know, refreshing Twitter or X every, you know, every two minutes just to see if there's anything coming. But, um, yeah, for once, we're going to be uh, we're gonna be quiet. And I suppose that's not a bad thing to have, even knowing that you don't have to worry about, are we going to get this person in this person? We need to get in before 11 o'clock is potentially going to shape our season or stuff like that. So you're quite uh, relaxed knowing that we've we've done what we needed to do and we can sort of just let everyone else have the fun with it and you know the past plus really think about it really have, have our transfer deadline day signings in the past been particularly fruitful anyway I think we all remember the um I think it might have been a January window potentially when um Steve Lovell signed those six players on deadline day and they were all terrible so it goes to show that um <clears throat> you know the excitement of getting one in a deadline day isn't always going to materialise as being good but um yeah, I think the window's been really good. It has been really good. I think we knew before we got into it that we didn't need wholesale changes per se as much as we did, certainly in January, because we had the beauty of having half or three quarters of a League Two side already here from last year. The types of Dieng, Lapsic, etc. all came in, Nichols. And I think we were, we were in a good position. And, you know, we've got some great players in. You know, no one thought we'd sign Scott Malone and, and Johnny Williams, although we haven't seen the best of him yet. But, you know, we've all seen so far how good a good an addition Scott's been. Um, you know, Max Clark's one that is a very good player, but I do worry about him and how he's going to get into the team anytime soon. He'll play the the pepperoni passion games, of course, but still, you do worry for him a little bit. Um, and yeah, I think we all we needed really from the last two weeks or so was a striker and a winger, and we've got both of them. Obviously, McCauley's not fully fit yet, and he's had some uh, off the field. Um, 
issues, I suppose you could say. And you know, Connor, we've only seen one one half of so far, and um, well, forty five minutes plus, you know, the shambles of a second half from everyone on Saturday, I suppose. But he's looked like a good addition, and you know, I don't think there was in the grand scheme of things too much that we really needed to do. But we've got in depth in the right positions. We've got good players in every position, really, and. Yeah, the only downside of pre-season, I suppose, was that um, Ollie Hawkins went missing and he still is missing with that injury. But I think as a, as a window, if I was giving it a rating, I'd say it's a solid solid nine. Um, it's all good getting in the names and whatever, but they've got to perform on the pitch. And, you know, if we get to where we want to be come May, then it'll obviously be a 10 out of 10. But, you know, we'll see what, what happens and if we need to add any more in January or not. But, yeah, as, as, as we are right now... Um, I think it's been a really good window. Yeah, I'm very, very happy with it. Obviously, very happy we got to be part of that Johnny Williams video. That was a nice thing from the club. Yeah. And um, yeah, I don't think anyone can, can really complain. I've seen people on forums saying we still need a striker to replace Hawkins and things like that. We still don't have many natural wingers. And my thought would be like, well, if you bring someone in to replace Hawkins, what happens to that player once Hawkins is back? You know, it's not... You can't just say to a player, do you want to come play for us for a month? And then when Hawkins is back, you can go away. And, you know, I think... I get I get football fans and obviously with it being deadline day they want the excitement they want another one in maybe if we don't even need it but I think in the grand scheme of things you've got to look at what we've done and say it's been a really good success so uh, credit to credit to Neil credit to Brad Shannon um, credit to Hesse credit to Jacket and uh, everyone mm-hmm. else involved in getting us to where we are we're having a really good squad so hopefully that materialises on the pitch yeah okay Matt give us your overview of of the window as a whole. Look, I mean, I've got to say, if like tomorrow being the transfer deadline day, if we were to go ahead and sign Mbappe, then yes, it's a 10 out of 10. If we don't, uh, then uh, definitely a 1 out of 10. No, all, quid- yeah. all kidding aside, um, yeah, look, we would have all loved, don't get me wrong, a marquee signing on transfer deadline day. And and who knows? You, you never know. There, there may be an offer. Somebody might offer Neil a player and and it might be too good to turn down. Uh, so there might be a signing. But am I happy with the squad we've got? Absolutely. I, re- I really am. I think once... Once players are back fully fit, once the team, you know, really gets going, you know, as as I said previously, this is like, you know, round one of a boxing match. We, we've just started the season. We're, we're still getting to, to know, to, to, together as a group, learning what Neil wants to do tactically on the pitch. But the players we've got, I do generally believe, are players that are going to get us up this year, uh, come May. And so for me, this window has been, been absolutely brilliant. Yeah, OK. Um... I guess, yeah, what would you, I mean, we'll start with you. What would you rate the, the summer window out of 10? 10 being perfect. Um, I said just a minute ago, I said a nine, but I suppose if you want to, in terms of perfectness and having all the players we want in the right positions, obviously we've, I still believe we're going to see the best Macaulay Bond once he's fully fit. I know it, I did see his, his really poor miss on a Tuesday night, but you know, is what it is and I think we'll have a very good strike force once Hawkins is back as well so I think really if you look at it in every position you can't really say there's a an area where we're weak per se or, or a bit light maybe another natural winger maybe but it's not something we desperately need it's more one of those things where if we pick up injuries that's the beauty of having a January window isn't it where you can just sort of tweak things a little bit but now, I think I think I'd give it a. It's hard. It's hard to give it a rating because you'd say ten based on what we have and you know what we've bought in. But then, if it doesn't turn out on the pitch, it could easily be a five. But 
yeah, I think I'll go. I'll stick with a nine for now, and hopefully we can get the extra point by um, having it all materialise on the pitch. Okay, fair enough, Matt. What would you rate out of ten? Yeah, again, I agree with Owen there. For me, it's a solid nine out of ten. For me, you know, had we got a cup, you know, what I, what I would call a marquee signing, uh, you know, an even bigger name as what Scott Malone is, you know, then fair enough, it would have been a ten out of ten. But again, look, we're Gilling, and that's not going to happen. But Look, for me, it, we've got some really good players. We're, we're uh, sort of covering pretty much every position on the pitch. So for me, yeah, it's definitely. An, do you know what? No, no, it's a nine point five. Nine point five. Okay. Yeah. You know what we could okay. do. We could just for a laugh tomorrow get Charlton on the phone and see if we could take Alfie May on loan. <laughs> do we? Even, I, he's not even scoring goals, is he? I say I don't. I don't think I want him to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, no, 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 I'd, I'd prefer Mbappe. All right, Brad, you're listening. Mbappe, I know he wants to leave PSG, so come on, I'm sure you could make Brad, that happen. Brad is, Brad is firmly back, back in America, and I'm sure he's got his feet up with, with a drink, enjoying, uh, enjoying the, the peacefulness of deadline day tomorrow. Um, at the fact that he literally does not have to do anything. While he is, uh, while he's not here, so I'm sure he's, um, I'm sure he's in, in, enjoying that, that 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 side of it. To be honest, um, because him and the team have, have done the work they've needed to do. Um, yeah, okay. Let's let, before we round it off tonight. Let's let's uh, let's get your score predictions for Saturday. Owen, what are you going to go for? Uh, I think it'd be tight, be gritty, but I think if we play with more attacking front-footed style, I think we'll I think we'll win the game. Um, I think we'll be. You know, it won't be obviously as poor as we were second half on on Saturday, and I think defensively will be a lot more better. Um, yeah, I think we'll, I think we'll go for a, I'll go for a two 0 I think we'll score two this week, which will make us prolific, I suppose, in the league. So, yeah, I think I think we'll I think we'll get the result. Okay, Matt, what are you going to go for? Oh, I'm feeling brave, but I'm not feeling as brave as putting a bet on like I did last week and then it not turning out. <laughs> That's literally one of the first, you know, first bet I've ever made on, on Jules and uh, it didn't work. So I, I, I think we're going to win this weekend. I, th- I think it's going to be a good game. I'm going to go 3-1. And you know what? I'm, I'm either going to predict... Tom Nichols to score a header so Owen can put a bet on and hopefully win some money. There's no point anymore. Is like because everyone put it all over Twitter and everyone is listening. If you did that, you ruined it. It's now like twenty something to one, so it's not even worth doing because everyone ruined it. Well, here, here you go. How about how about uh, Tom Nichols to score a scorpion kick? Oh, he's never done. No, that, I'm just, I've started doing Scott Malone header now because it's 120 to one. So don't no one else do that. Okay, okay. Well, you shouldn't have announced it. So um, watch, watch those prices plummet. I did hear, I mean, I did hear that um, the Tom Nichols header was actually 70 to 1 at one point on Tuesday night. It might have been when he came on, but I don't know. I, I don't get involved in that nonsense. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, okay, um, well, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, end, we'll, we'll end it tonight, a, a slightly shorter one. Um, yeah, uh, um, it's it's on to Saturday then. Uh, Grinsby, Grinsby Town. We travel to um, a, a good, a, a good, nice four hours up the road. Um, so, yeah, um, I'm sure Jill Sands will be there in their numbers. Let's hope the Jules get back to winning ways um, on on Saturday afternoon, and we will be back uh, with our Saturday Saturday night 
uh, review podcast with Owen, as um, as hopefully he's reviewing a uh, reviewing a Jules win on Saturday on Saturday evening. Uh, for now, uh, goodbye, um, and uh, and we'll see you all very soon. Up the Jules. Good night.